Hello and welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well, hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Did you know that Wednesday is statistically the day in the week that people are the least productive? And speaking of productivity, today we're talking all about how you can plan your wedding without losing your job, even if you work a full-time nine-to-five. So I recognize that not everybody is in a position to devote all the time in the world to planning their wedding, making all the decisions that need to be made, going to venue visits and having meetings with your different wedding suppliers. And so for some people, it can feel like life is just too full. And I'm going to walk you through some really simple, practical things that you can do to make the most of the time that you have, how to be really strategic and smart about making wedding planning decisions, which decisions you could make at different points in your wedding, your work day. And so let's get started with the very first thing, which is a tip that I give to everyone at any time that I possibly can, and that is to be as organized as you can possibly be. If you work a full-time nine to five or an eight to five or a seven to six, you know, you may be working long hours and not in a position to have a full-time wedding planner, then you need to be very organized with the time that you have. So I recommend creating a system that works for you. It could be using an app. It could be a checklist. I will drop a link to our free wedding planning checklist so that that's a good place to start. It might mean having spreadsheets or a Trello board or a Google Drive folder that you work with. It could even be having, you know, printed documents in a folder, whatever system it is, pick one system that works for you and use that system for everything to do with planning your wedding. I think that will help you to really streamline what you do. So you don't want to have notes on the notes app on your phone and then post-it notes stuck on your fridge and then a notebook in your handbag. And If you want to get really, really organized, you need one system and you need to stick with it. And that is especially true for anybody who's got a really busy work day and you only have a limited amount of time. Second thing is at the beginning stages of planning your wedding, have a wedding planning day. So if you want to make sure that you don't lose your job while planning your wedding, you can't let wedding planning spill into every part of your life and you can't have every waking moment be devoted to wedding planning. So if you start by saying, for example, every Monday evening, we're going to sit down from you know 6.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. and we're going to do as much wedding planning as we can possibly do. It could be a Saturday morning, whatever works for you. If you work part-time and maybe you've got a whole day in the week that you can devote to wedding planning, you may not need a full day, but um, it just helps to have a period of time that's set aside just for wedding planning. And then it means that in the, in the rest of the week, you don't need to be thinking about it. And of course, the closer you get to the big day, the more time you will need to be spending on the wedding. But at least initially, as you're finding your rhythm, it means you do work during work time and then you've got your wedding planning time set aside. The next thing is to use a free wedding planning email account. So the last thing you want is to accidentally email 
a work colleague or a work client, um, a wedding related thing, giving it away that you are doing wedding planning at work. So my recommendation is to have a free email account, like a Gmail account that's just for wedding planning. It could be like Glenn and Kelly get hitched or Hartman wedding 2025. Find something that's available and easy to type out and use that for all your wedding planning correspondence. You can have your invoices in there. You can have your guest list in there. You can have your RSVPs coming in, your, you know, your quotes from suppliers. Everything to do with weddings happens in that space. And it means that when you're at work and you are focusing on a work task or you're in a meeting, um, the emails that you're getting in that you're seeing in your work email account aren't going to make you think about wedding planning and you know, redirect your focus away from work and into wedding planning. It also means that when you're doing your wedding planning, you can open that email account and look through all the invoices that have come in. You can check the RSVPs and you're not then getting work emails distracting you from your wedding planning time. And that compartmentalization will really help you to focus on the task at hand. Something that will really help you is to know your priorities. So I always say that before you make certain decisions, you need to know the kind of wedding that you want to have. You know, if you want to have a beach wedding, it helps you to really focus on the kind of wedding venues you look at. It helps you to think about the type of dress you want to wear, what the wedding party will wear, the kind of favors you have, the type of food you serve. Just understanding the priorities will really help you with planning everything but it also helps you to really focus on the decisions that are very important. So if you know that your main focuses will be planning a wedding where the food is the priority and having a really great band is going to be key for you, then it means that all the frills are things that can wait. And then you can focus on you know, the limited amount of time you have to plan your wedding, you can focus that time on getting an amazing menu together and finding the perfect wedding band. If, however, your focus is on having the perfect flower arrangements and you want to go big on flowers, you're getting married in spring and you want to have loads of really eye-catching centerpieces with colorful flowers, then you know that you should, you know, really channel your focus into finding a florist that's going to help bring that dream to life. You'll be creating a mood board together, looking at photos of other weddings and just generating ideas for how you can make this dream come to life. But knowing your priorities means that you won't be distracted by what everyone else is doing. You can focus on what you know you want in your wedding. And then as you have more time or as you get closer to the wedding day, you can then start thinking about the additional things that you may want to include. But know your priorities, know them from the beginning, and then you'll know where to focus your time. Here's a big one. Use your commute wisely. Now, you may have a five-minute drive to work. You might have an hour-long train trip or bus trip. You might be the kind of person who walks to work for 15, 20 minutes. Whatever amount of time, whatever method, you can use that time to your advantage. Now, it obviously depends on how long your commute is and how prone you are to motion sickness, um, but here are some wedding planning tasks that you can do on your commute. Number one, you can listen to the Wedding Wednesday podcast. The episodes are usually around 10 to 15 minutes. The occasional episode is a little bit longer, but you can squeeze in an episode while you're walking or driving or on the train, and you can be listening to this advice on things that you could be doing to really streamline how you plan your wedding. 
Another thing you can do, again, if you don't get motion sickness, is you can be browsing social media and Pinterest and you can bookmark the ideas or screenshot the ideas that you want to save. Um, you can listen to music and that will really help you to choose your wedding singer. If you're listening to, um, you know, the, the set list that your, your possible wedding singer has put out, you can also be thinking about the songs that you want to that you want to have as you walk down the aisle or for your first dance. Um, you could watch videos. So you could be looking at your live band options because live bands often have incredible videos that you can watch to see what a live performance is like. And that will help you narrow down which bands you want to then go and see live to experience what what their performance is like. But a good starting point is to watch their videos first. And that is something you can do on your commute. Something else you can do is you can adjust your work hours. And I recognize that this isn't possible for everyone in every sector, but perhaps you work an office job and you've already been thinking about tweaking your work hours anyway, this could be a good time to open that conversation with your line manager to see what's possible. It could be something like coming in early and then leaving earlier, which would mean for a lot of people a, a shorter commute. So you're then giving yourself the gift of time. So if you were, if you normally come in at nine and you leave at five, it might mean saying, can I come in at half past seven and leave at half past three? Then on your way home, it's not going to take you as long to get home because you're not sitting in traffic during the peak hours. So you then get home and you've got a bit of time in the afternoon and evening to tackle wedding planning. It might mean making the most of some of your work from home advantages and asking your line manager if you can work at home on some days. And let me just say, this is not so that you can pretend you're working, but actually do wedding planning, but it's really to make the most of the advantage of actually getting more done because you're at home, you're free from distractions, you're not in meetings, you can actually get more of your work done in your work time, not have to commute and therefore switch gears to wedding planning as soon as the workday is officially finished. So I'm not suggesting that you work from home so that you can you know, on the side, you can sneakily be doing some wedding planning here and there. It's just more making the most of the time that you have. Something else that I highly recommend is to go digital. So let's say that you are working from nine to five, Monday to Friday, and finding it really hard to meet up with your potential suppliers. And it's hard to, you know, nail down time to sit with a potential photographer or look through, um, you know, go to a venue and have a look at what their site looks like. There are so many options that you can make the most of digitally. You can hunt for venues online. You can schedule virtual supplier appointments. You can live stream gigs. You can do so many things online that will then narrow down your options. So when you do meet up with people in person, you're not meeting every single possible venue in person. You could look through photos and 360 degree video tours and then narrow down your list and say, okay, out of all the venues we've looked at online, these are the ones that we want to go to in person. So you're not looking at every single possible venue in person and therefore taking up all the time in the world. So it really just helps you to streamline the time you have by making the most of your digital options first. Here's a good tip. Say yes to all-inclusive packages. You know what? It's going to take up less time. It's going to be less stressful because you're going to be saying yes to something that covers a bunch of needs. So it could be something like, you know, taking a venue that ticks off like 15 things on your list. So your venue may include a coordinator. It may include table linen, um, you know, cutlery, crockery, glassware, bar staff, 
maybe even drinks, sometimes flowers. It really just depends on the venue. But if you say yes to an all-inclusive package, it's going to be less time consuming and also often much more affordable because you're not hiring in different bits, but it all comes from one source. And if you're limited on time, you don't really have the time to be finding linens and glassware and all the other extra bits if your venue can actually provide all of that for you. So it might be your venue, it might be your decor supplier, or even your florist may have decor bits that they can include. But just explore your all-inclusive options and don't be afraid um, of them by thinking that they probably cost more because they often save you money in the end. I recommend for anybody who's trying not to lose their job while planning their wedding, get some help. And that could mean having a full-time wedding planner. It could mean having a part-time wedding planner who does some of the tasks or guides you in the wedding planning process. It may mean having a wedding coordinator on the day who can really help you to bring all the plans to life so that when it comes to the week before the wedding, you're not the one coordinating how the decor is getting from A to B and then back again. It might also mean having a really frank conversation with your partner. If you feel like you're carrying all the weight and your partner's not doing as much as you think they could be, it might mean just saying, hey, I really feel like I'm doing a lot here and I'm still working. Can we try and split the the wedding planning tasks a bit more equally? And hey, it may also mean getting your wedding party involved, maybe delegating tasks and saying, you know, I'm really struggling to find this particular supplier, would you mind having a look at these different profiles and just telling me what you think? Um, Just getting some input from your partner, your family, your wedding party, and some professionals if you can. It will help take the load off of you so you're not going to be building your career and also spearheading all the planning of the wedding on your own. Why don't you make the most of your vacation days? Don't waste them on things when you don't actually need to take holidays, but be really strategic. Um, It's not for everyone, but see how much time you can take off. See how much um, holiday time you can bank and then take closer to the wedding. It might mean having a half day here and there so that you can go to a venue visit or a showcase or something like that. It might mean taking no time off for a period of time so that you can take a really amazing honeymoon straight after the wedding. Have a think about when you would want to take time off and then don't waste those days on just sitting around if you can really strategically use those days for wedding planning, honeymoon and that kind of thing. And it is actually acceptable to take the occasional half day or even full day if what you need is just a mental health day because of all the wedding planning and all the work at the same time. I think it's possible to be flexible with how you work and how you plan your wedding, but it's up to you to know what is okay. If you've ever watched the American seasons of The Office, you might be familiar with the times that Pam is planning her wedding at the office. So she'll be sitting in the conference room watching, um, you know, bands on, on video, or she'll be sitting at her desk and putting invitations in envelopes and addressing them and sending them off. Shirley was planning her wedding on the job. And only you will know what is okay when it comes to mixing wedding planning and work. Some jobs require you to just be present and your boss doesn't really mind what you're doing. You know, for example, if you are a receptionist, you might find that you have some tasks you need to do, but really you're being paid to just be there to answer the phone and do certain things that that happen, um, but you can be doing other tasks while you're there. You may have a kind of job where you don't have that flexibility and you're being paid to do certain types of work 
And it doesn't matter when you do them, as long as they get done, you will know what's okay and what non-work tasks you can do on your work time. So I don't recommend that you mix the two, but for some people it's okay if you do. But that is really up to you to work out what is totally okay. It's usually better to compartmentalize. So when you're at work, you're focused on work. And when you're at home and doing your wedding planning tasks, you're focused on that and you're not being distracted by one or the other. Just two more things for you. First thing, don't worry about DIY. If you're working a nine to five and planning your wedding, you'll probably find that you have limited time and you don't have the capacity to take on DIY projects. They look like a lot of fun on Pinterest and on TikTok, but actually they can be very time consuming. And if you don't know how to do them effectively, like if it's not a skill that you already have, it's going to take even longer. And you may find that it's not cost effective because you make mistakes and you have to spend more money. And sometimes you have to scrap the project altogether and then end up hiring or buying something. So if you're limited on time, just say no to DIY projects and get the pros involved instead. And finally, for anybody who's looking to stick with their job and not lose their job while planning their wedding, you need to look after yourself. Just make sure that you're you're prioritizing your mental health, you're not maxing out your work days and then spending every evening, you know, full to the brim with wedding planning tasks and you're not taking any time off. Make sure that you're not filling every single available window with a different task if you don't have to. So get help from people, take a breather, don't commit to everything, don't say yes to everything. And if you have a wedding planning checklist, it'll help you to know which decisions to make now and which ones can wait. And at the end of the day, it'll help you to really feel on top of things and not to stress. Well, thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.